Hi, my name is Sarah Rachel Brown. I'm a 30-something-year-old woman, and I live in Philadelphia. I'm a contemporary jeweler. And like many others, I am an artist trying to make a living. On this podcast, I'm going to broach the subject of value. I'll be talking to studio artists and performers, educators and administrators, and anyone else attempting to combine their creative endeavors with how they get a paycheck. Hey, before we get to today's introduction, I want to take a moment and thank those who have donated or signed up to be a patron of Perceived Value over the past two weeks. So a huge thank you goes to Sarah and Kathleen, Ace, Clodog, and I really hope I did not just butcher that name, Sylvie, Aaliyah, and Lauren. I am currently saving for a new MacBook to be used solely for the podcast. I've been lugging around my six-year-old laptop and I'm pretty sure it's about to bite the dust at any moment. So MacBooks, I'm going for the cheapest, smallest, most simple version. They start at $12.99, and I am well on my way to making this purchase, with my goal being to have the new laptop for my on-the-go recording sessions during the upcoming New York City Jewelry Week. I'm going to be crunching some numbers prior to my next episode, and will let you all know how much you've donated towards this impending purchase. If you want to help me reach this goal, visit perceivedvaluedpodcast.com and click on the support page to learn how. Oh, and thank you to everyone who has signed up to be a monthly donator. You guys are the best. Ah, so since my last episode, you guys, I did something I haven't done in over two years. I took a vacation. Now, don't get me wrong. I travel a lot. And I definitely go on as many adventures as financially possible, but almost all my traveling revolves around work or jewelry or podcasting. So this past week, I took off to LA for many reasons, amongst them being a dear friend of mine got married, congratulations to Alex and Joe, and I was so overdue to see my best friend Lexi. Oh, and I did things that I never seemed to make time for at home, like got my eyebrows waxed, actually had a haircut for the first time in a year. So yeah, I really leaned into vacation mode. But, of course, I squeezed in a little work amongst the play. My guest today is a Mexican contemporary jeweler based in San Diego. If you follow me on social media, you have no doubt seen me wearing her earrings, because I'm kind of obsessed. Her work has been featured in magazines such as Elle, Vogue Mexico, Allure, Paper Mag, just to name a few. I describe Georgina Trevino simply as a force to be reckoned with. She is an incredibly hard worker who greatly values collaboration and experimentation within her studio practice. Not to mention, she understands the importance of having a good time amongst the chaos of running a one-woman business. Georgina, thank you so much for making the trip to LA, being my contemporary art tour guide and for taking me out on the town. You are officially my favorite person to go dancing with. So please welcome today's guest, 
Georgina Trevino. I'm talking too loud. How's your tea? It's good. I know. It looks so cute in here. Like, Leslie, Lexi, like, lit candles and cleaned up. Like, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, even when I got out of the restroom, like, her jewelry was all cleaned up. Yeah. She cleaned up the place. Yeah, I know. (laughs) She looks really nice. It smells really nice in here, too. She's got some nice candles going on. Um, Georgina... Trevino. Yay! Oh, my chair is loud, so it's going to make noise, but who cares? Um, thank you so much for coming up from San Diego to see me. Of course. A pleasure. I think we've been trying to like do this for a long time, and it just hasn't <laughs> worked out. I kicked myself for not getting an interview for, with you when I had the chance this past winter. Mm-hmm. But you were just like... You and the studio are so focused. Like, I didn't want to break your focus. You were working so hard. Um, And I knew it was, like, your chance to, like, really dig in. Yeah. Well, Um, I was so excited because I'm so used to, like, just being in my studio by myself. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, I wanted to hang out with other people. But it was nice to, like, take advantage of the whole studio situation of stuff that I don't have at my studio. Yeah. So I was on a good one. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of the point of yeah. Pentaculum, plus the energy of other people, I feel mm-hmm. like, because I feel like y'all, I don't remember, you guys had like a little gang going, it was like you and June and Gina. Yes, um, well, we, were, we were roommates. And did you pull some all-nighters? <clears throat> yes, we did. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, a couple ones. I will make them stay, because I'm like super hardcore, I'm like, no, 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 I'm finishing all this shit tonight. <laughs> so I'm like, come over, like I have wine, and like mezcal, of course. So yeah. I was like, just hang out with me, it's fun, we'll be dancing, yeah. as always. I so. mean, I, I work Pentaculum, so I go to bed early, because I have to be up, but like, I do get a little jealous of like the people yeah. pulling the all-nighters, because there's nothing, the feeling of like, that feeling of like staying up all night mm-hmm. and just like going for it ah it's kind of euphoric yeah, and you're only there once so i was like so honored to be invited you know so i was like yes like i know it's to also like hang out and like be with other people and experience but i was like this feels nice being here make for, the most of it yeah yeah um, i mean we did hang out new year's so oh, I was yeah, like we a hung out. Break. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was also this night, oh, you brought the mezcal. And I just remember this one night where we all went. It was karaoke night. Oh, karaoke night is always so yeah. fun. Um, so we partied pretty, mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah. You and your mezcal, man. But oh that was a God. good icebreaker. I think having that pentaculum was the day of New Year's. Oh, yeah. I was a little nervous because it's, oh, yeah, New Year's plus, like, I really didn't know other. Like, yeah. I mean, I knew uh, Brian. Yeah. You, but. Yeah. Well, we actually didn't meet. We hadn't met in real person. We never really well, hung out. Well, besides Penland, we kind of, I think we like crossed But I was other, working. We I never, never really, really hung out talked. with people much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really good to get to yeah. get to know you. So you guys, hey, I'm in Los Angeles, California. Um, and I brought my microphones across the country. And Georgina Trevino, who is based in San Diego, drove up. Um, which is pretty amazing. And we went, oh my gosh, how many galleries did we go to today? I think we went like, maybe like six galleries. Six, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended up in a nice rooftop bar. I know. <laughs> Put her microphone in front of her face more. Yeah. We were so, like gallery hunting. Yeah. Um, we went, I had a couple ones in mind, but it was nice that, like the one that we drove past and we're like, oh, that looks cool. Let's just get out and see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like that space. Yeah. So we hit up the contemporary art galleries Mm -hmm. together um, and then went to a rooftop bar and just like, they had these like (laughs) lounging spots, basically these giant bed couches things, Mm -hmm. which was really lovely. And now my dear, sweet friend, Lexi, who I 
grew up in Iowa with is letting us use her apartment for an interview. So, Miss Georgina. Um, oh, also, you guys, quick note. Georgina is being a trooper. She's kind of sick. <laughs> a little bit. So I'll be coughing throughout. And yeah, I mean, I have an accent already, so it might be my voice. <laughs> my voice might get weirder. Yeah. And also note, I might say weird things that don't make sense. I have friends that. <laughs> have like written down things that don't make sense that I say oh I actually am notorious for not saying words right yeah and I have no idea no I say the craziest ones yeah like there's one uh uh I said once to someone he be quiet at me like it'd be quiet (laughs) but like he be quiet at me so yeah they make fun of me all the time but I'm okay I'm like you understand me right okay yeah as long as you like get the point okay we're good exactly then we can move on yes um yeah that's amazing so she has a little cold so bear with us but all right so contemporary jeweler I really wanted to get you on the mic because you're just this person who well first off you do a lot of collaborations with other kind of artists like um, Sanchez Kane and a few other things. I don't know. There's a lot. We're going to dig into it. Yes. And then also you, your jewelry is in so much editorial, which is wild mm. to me. And I think for a lot of jewelers, you know, that's something that we all would love. I've had it a few times happen to me. Mm-hmm. And each time it's just like a shock. Like it's, I don't know if you how it happens to people. I think it's a lot of times it's happenstance. So I want to talk about that with you as mm-hmm. well. Um, but I always like to start at the beginning with my artists to give cool. people a little insight as to how you came to be a <clears throat> contemporary jeweler and got into all this. Um, and I think you're, so you were born, where were you born? So I was born in San Diego. Okay. And right away, my parents, my parents are both Mexican. My mom's from uh, Tijuana and Mexico City, my dad. So I was born in San Diego and then right away brought to Tijuana. So I was there until um, sixth grade Mm -hmm. uh, when my parents decided, okay, let's go back for education, whatever. And I hated my parents for it. I didn't know any English. So it was like hard and like, it was like just culture shocking and... uh, but it was interesting. I'm happy that they made that decision because I feel so bicultural and I'm like both ways the same, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm happy that they, they did that to me, even though At I the hated time. them for a little bit. Well, sixth grade's <laughs> a really hard time to move to. It's yeah. like middle school. Everybody's yeah, like... I got bullied, you know? Like Oh, yeah, that's like prime bullying Like I was years. like, I came from a Catholic school. So I was like, oh, like my hair, oh, like sleek back and like preppy girl. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like like this like you know my hair is like all over the place and I'm like okay bye I need to fit in yeah and then I just like you know I I mean I, I still have an accent but I had the need to like learn English right away so yeah so that happened and that's really great because you're bilingual and that is so, yeah I really wish I spoke another language especially Spanish in America yeah. like it's, we'll talk tonight yeah Spanish <laughs> later after drink. you know I was in Spanish <laughs> honor society in high school and okay. I can barely say like three sentences so yeah yeah yeah. Ugh. so um so you moved over here and so Tijuana I've never been to San Diego and they're really close to each other right yes so they're pretty much like 15 minutes like it's like the most cross-border like I go there eat tacos and come back I go to the dentist I go party after party in San Diego because <laughs> every every place closes at 2 30 in the morning so yeah. there's always something to do after um, do you wanna? so either wild night you know yeah 
anything from bars to strip clubs to tacos and that's it's wild. just fun it's it's really nice i think that's one of the things i love living in san diego that I, it's so close mexico's so close and i can just be there in 10 minutes you know yeah and be back so it's 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 nice so you're an american that. citizen but you lived in mexico for a long time so since both your parents are citizens of mexico do you have citizenship there yes so i'm i have dual so oh. i actually have a birth certificate that says born in mexico wow because at that time when you like if your your son or daughter was born in the u.s right away they will give you like a birth certificate so i guess like i'm both what yeah I'm jealous <laughs> yes. uh, and what do your parents do like what so my mom's just a housewife okay and my dad works for like public relations and, um and your mom is not just a housewife i'm sorry raising kids is like the hardest job in the world yes <laughs> and my mom actually she's actually she helps me in the studio so much i mean I people who've seen, seen my social media or like my stories you've probably seen her <laughs> yeah, she's so cute she loves like sanding and like i don't i don't really have much time nowadays to like hang out with my mom so she loves it to just come and like help me and like i'll pay her i'll take her out for lunch and like she's just like just give me good music and i'm good so she 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 loves it it's a way to get some quality time in with you exactly and i'm sorry i missed it what does your dad do so he does like public relations in in tijuana okay um oh so he still commutes there every day for work he does that he actually just between sort of retired yeah so he does that and then he's really into cars okay. so he takes care of this like rich man's like cars oh my like, god so he kind of like has a whole team and like you know just uh, does the whole cleaning and whatever it needs it's like massive thing but he loves that he's you know he's a hard-working person and my mom's just kind of helps them sometimes but mostly housewife yeah yeah she has like two doggies so she's just <laughs> nice. chilling at home um were you an only child no i have two brothers oh are they older or younger they're younger so oh. i have a brother that's actually a photographer okay and my other brother it's still he's kind of still figuring out he's like uh between a skater and like still kind of figuring out his life i think yeah he was in alaska right now doing like fishing like for a whole three months like they'll pay you, you oh know, to yeah be no there. i live i live in seattle a long time a lot of people do that because yeah. you make so yeah, much yeah, money yeah. and you don't have to pay for like stay i think you only pay like a dollar to like f- for food every day That's but he's wild. loving he's like super adventure kid like he does everything like streams like sports and like he's super in- whatever he's like loves like he just gets super intense on it yeah so so we're all pretty different you know yeah. we're like kind of like crazy and my brother the ones that's after me rodrigo he's like insta famous like photographer like he's living out of it oh wow so it's really amazing i'm super proud of him like he gets to travel anywhere and like he gets sponsored and like that'd be a good person to interview actually hey girl hook that up i forgot about that so that's awesome because you know i think a big component to being a jeweler is you have to photograph your stuff like does it exist if there's even a picture of it really you know actually my brother when we were like we when i actually started like with the jewelry like he'll help me take the photos yeah that's what i was just gonna ask now that i remember like he had a he has a different aesthetic he's more like nature kid like Mm -hmm. boho you know, like I, I feel like you showed me his Instagram once and I was like, what? Yeah. yeah, it was wild. So he used to help me a lot. Like, I'm still, like, bad at... I mean, I take my own photos, but yeah. he used to, like, you know, help me out and edit and all that. So that showed was you, helpful like, the to basics. have someone at home that would do that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. So you graduate. You grow up in San Diego. 
Um, where did you, did you go to college? Yes, so I went straight from high school to uh, San Diego State University. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, so I wanted to do. You stayed home. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I went straight. I didn't go to like a, a city college or anything. Um, and then I was. I wanted to do graphic design actually. Like I had no idea about that jewelry even existed as a career yet. Yeah. Um. So I tried looking. I mean, I, I enroll in like San Diego State. You know, you have to do all your like your general eds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I actually never took a graphic design class at all. <laughs> you never got there because before that, like, I mean, I took all like one hundred and one like art and stuff. And like mm-hmm. before going to the actual graphic design, you have to take all these classes before. And I was this uh, one of the head of the departments, Sandra Sherman, uh, which is one of my mentors. Um, she gave like a like a like a speech in the class uh, one of like my design classes about like contemporary jewelry like the jewelry program there and I was oh. like oh my god like, oh so they come around and they're like hey they come, come around come to, to the dark yes, side exactly <laughs> yeah that's hilarious um, yeah because I mean not a lot of people you know it's still like a new you know it's like oh conti- like studying jewelry like I had no thing? idea you could do that yeah yeah so I actually before that. So in that transition, when I was like trying to figure out where I was going to go, I had like a trip to Europe with like friends, like the first time in Europe. I was like 17 years old. So I bought, I went to like this market uh, in uh, Barcelona and I bought this ring with like wired and beads. And that's where it kind of all started. Ah. So I brought the ring back and I was like, oh my God, like I can do, I can do my own. So I went to Home Depot and like I bought wire and beads. And that's pretty much how I got into jewelry. Yeah. Um, and then in that and then after right after that was when Sandra gave that that talk so I was like oh I can do jewelry for a living or like you know so I was like awesome okay so rewind first of all a few things you go to school in San Diego Mm -hmm. did you stay at home like did you live at home during school Mm -hmm. oh you did that's smart save Mm -hmm. money did your parents pay for school yes they did well I had financial aid so it was pretty much all covered did you get like well, I mean, I know there's a lot of scholarships because you're Latino. Like, did mm-hmm. that help? Or was there any, like, geared specifically towards that or what? That, um, yeah, it wasn't like a Latino scholarship or anything. Okay. It was just, like, regular financial aid. FAFSA. Yeah, like yeah. FAFSA. And okay. it, it pretty much, like, I was fortunate to, like, it cover a lot. Yeah. And then my parents did help, like, you know, like, books and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And you're in state. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have to pay for room and board. Exactly. It sounds like you're like really close with your family. Yeah, which I am. is kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a good relationship with all of them. So that's I like that. Yeah. So then, and then also you're just like, and then I went to Europe. Like, did you save for that trip to go to Europe with your friends? Like, or was that like a graduation present? Like, how do you get to go to Europe for that? When I, well, it was. It was a like a eighteen year. It was like before eighteen, so it was like oh, a present. Yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, going to here for the first time. That's amazing. So, yeah. I didn't leave the country till I was twenty six. Okay. And the first time I went to Europe, I was like, oh, amazing. It really <laughs> broadens yeah. your yeah. perspective, and mm-hmm. I think that's really amazing. You got to do. Yeah, that I think I went. Age. I mean, I went at such young age, but. I went back after years and I feel yeah. like I obviously enjoyed it more when I was a little older. Yeah. Even though by that time I was still super like intrigued about art and like I wanted to see all these museums and all this. So yeah. So yeah, I was fortunate enough, I guess, too. Yeah. yeah. So then you graduated, you went straight to school. Um, 
then Sandra Sherman comes into town. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> look at all these beautiful things you can do here. Yeah. So I was like, yes, I'm taking this. And, uh, and yeah, I took, you know, I took the first courses. And I was, very, I mean, I'm always, I've always been very, like, intense. Like, I see something and I want to make it right away. Yeah. Um, so I would just, like, go to the scrap bin and, like, grab things. Like, we had assignments, but I will always be wanting to make, like, jewelry, like, just to be wanting. Because, you know, they give you an assignment and you don't finish the actual piece until, like, weeks after. Like, yeah. the deadline, right? So I would just go to the scrap bin and, like, make, like, fast earrings. And I'd be like, ooh, ring. Okay, it's a ring. Oh, you know? yeah, because you want to so wear something. So I think since that time, I was already thinking, like, oh, okay, making, making, you know, like, yeah. in a faster way mm-hmm. and i remember she would tell me like you have to measure you have to calm down you know like i was very like oh, energetic yeah so i was very like free-handed in that sense so, so my craftsmanship was like a little bad at okay. the beginning because i was very desperate like i just wanted to see things done and yeah. you know at the beginning in metals it's kind of it's hard you know like oh, you yeah. have to be so patient like things some solder like you have to sand but i think all that i have learned <laughs> You yeah. Know? Oh well, yeah. So, your pieces are beautiful. So I tried. You know. Yeah. It's been a whole long process. But so good. you switched to. Were your parents like? Were they like? Wait, what? You're gonna be a jeweler? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I mean, they've always been supportive, but yeah. I feel. For, I mean, my dad's like a you know like very like f- like formal like Mexican like old school like like you know they you want get a to job do, that you yeah. can like, do well with. So I feel like he. I, honestly he didn't really understand what i was doing yeah he was like <laughs> and he would actually help me like in art projects i'd be like okay help me in this and that kind of stuff but i don't think he was that supportive in that sense like he i couldn't really he couldn't really understand like oh you're doing jewelry like for what like what do you what is that career gonna be for yeah because i mean of course it wasn't jewelry right like i say that but it was like i i my career was uh, applied design with the focus in metals oh yeah okay. so, you so it's like so you do degree. so you do a whole um you know different different uh you know you do wood you do uh you do ceramics you do textiles oh, and then jewelry the and then you focus on whatever you're focused okay so yeah. whatever your focus is then you do like four classes of that and then that's your your focus you yeah know? san diego i mean i know like David Clemens, who was an early instructor of mine, who I adore. I know he went to grad school there. Like, there's some rock stars yeah. that come out. I mean, of San Arlene Diego. Fish, Arlene Fisher. Uh, um, was she your other professor? Like, who? no, I had uh, Helen Shirk was one. Oh, well, Sandra, Sandra Sherman was one of my first teachers, and then I actually, do you know Helen Shirk? I mean, I know of her. Okay, yeah, yeah. so she's oh, she's amazing. I love her. Um, so I had her last year at the school. So okay. her last semester that before she retired, yeah. I was like, I need to take a class with her. You know, like yeah. she was still like old old school, like beautiful. Like he, like there's a class you make a teapot and like all yeah. this amazing like a lot more a little bit more enameling and like whatever her style was mm-hmm. so i was honored to have her last class so yeah. i'm super excited so i had that uh sandra which uh, i'm obsessed with sandra's work like, yeah have been it's amazing since, yeah, 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 yeah early on i was like what is that <laughs> like, yeah yeah um shout out to sandra hey, hey girl <laughs> <laughs> and said papak was also one oh, semester he was, I remember he, that I, I, he was an instructor well, I, well he was there for a while but I took a class with him too 
And then when I graduated, I think two years after Carrie Ann Quick, he she she's part of the program as well, which I didn't yeah. take any classes with her. Mm-hmm. But I knew her because of exhibitions that I would go to and like we would meet. Yeah. But it wasn't until actual pentacling that I actually had to hang out with her. Hey, oh, yeah. Carrie. Hey. So, yeah. So in the beginning, we're, we were reminiscing. I invited Georgina out for pentaculum at Aramont. And if you listen to the podcast, I did a series of interviews about it. But yeah. And Carrie Ann Quick came as well, which is funny because I had no ideas. I mean, I try my hardest to invite people that don't know each other. Yeah. Like the whole point is like to get like as far as separation as possible. But like I do my research, but sometimes I just miss up. And I was like, oh, wait, we well, seem like a other. lot of people knew each other. They did. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> but like, that's just hard because the metal community. No, so but it was small. perfect. Like, I feel yeah. like I knew. I mean, in social media, like I meet so many people, but I don't yeah. I haven't seen them in person. So yeah. I think this experience for me was kind of like putting faces and names for sure yeah um and it would carry as well like i never really like much hang out with yeah. her so it's kind of nice we got our drink on and you know <laughs> she's awesome and it's a different experience when you're like out of your town like in a different place yeah she's like, not like professor carrie she was like chilling yeah i mean she's always been chill like yeah yeah we still have like margarita pending night yeah oh i love that <laughs> but um but that's, yeah, that's a rock star lineup of people to get to learn from. Yeah. Um. So when did you graduate? So I graduated in 2014. Okay. So I, I was in call in that state for a little while. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. I feel like you told me you took a break. So I took a break. Yes. So um. So I started to, in 2008, and then I took a break to go to uh, Florence. So okay. I wanted to take an abroad program, but it was too expensive, and my parents were like okay like why don't you just go like one summer and like take a little workshop and then come back so i did that so i oh, went for smart. like a month and um so i went for a month and i went to like a painting course they thought i had everything handled i actually didn't even i wasn't even like enroll in the class or anything <laughs> i just actually like backpack and i left i didn't really have a housing and i told them i had wait your parents yeah oh no so i was like whatever so i just go to the you know like just city like i didn't know anyone but then i of course i did have like where like i i, I wasn't enrolled yet but i said you knew yeah. where you were gonna but I, was, I knew where i was going um so then yeah so i stay there i was supposed to be there for only like two months and i loved it i'm like i'm not gonna have another opportunity like this again like i just want to stay longer i want to learn the language i want to like be able to like experience the whole like italian thing yeah so i asked them like hey like like is there a possible way like i can stay longer like economically they could help me out yeah so actually i ended up staying for almost like a year like summer and semester so what? like eight months so the whole or time so. did you get like a job like what were you doing so, yes so actually while i was there um i had a lot of well not a lot of friends but i have a few friends and uh there was this girl that was working at a hostel and she was leaving so she's like hey like there's this opening do you want to just work here so I was like, yeah. So I was working at a hostel for a couple months. <laughs> and I was just, I mean, it was interesting. I met a lot of people that I even until now, I kind of like have a relationship. Yeah. Like I'll be super hosty. I'll be like, okay, what, how do I want to be if, how do I want, you know, like I wanted to, I wanted them to have the full experience of being in Florence, you yeah. know, like, and like if I was in their shoes, like what, how do I want to be treated? So yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll like draw a map and I'll be like, go here, go not go here, you know, like do this. And I even invite, I had like a dinner every Wednesday. So I like invited them 
to have dinner at my house like random That's people amazing. so i feel like that way i like i met a lot of people that way and um and it, i mean i guess practicing my italian as well like yeah they're a little well, bit italian i've heard that it's like easy if you know spanish italian is yeah like, so if you speak like slowly and some words are similar but mm-hmm. That's still, yeah yeah there was a girl that like, it was only like me and uh the girl that would clean in the hostel so yeah we couldn't really understand each other because she was brazilian and she didn't like really know italian much yeah so we would just like make drawings or like hand gestures yeah so that was kind of how it communicated so that helped and then on the side like i had some jewelry that i had made so i would just like bring people like after partying like oh look i made jewelry like buy it so they would like buy you know so i got a little extra money with that and i was getting murals from the house from the hostel i mean of course i had to limit myself you know like I can't like there was certain i couldn't go out that much but it was like just the experience of being there was amazing um, did you live I was at the actually, hostel or where did you live? No, no, no. I, I rented a, uh, an apartment for the whole month. Okay. I mean, by the beginning. Um, and then I was sharing with another person. So it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know. Um, and even I know my English is horrible, but I was like teaching English to this girl <laughs> on the side. Mostly writing. So I was like, okay, it's not that good, but I can get you to like a decent like, place yeah so i would have like different hustling jobs so that's, that's kind of fun yeah yeah so and then after that i just i'm like okay i need to go back to school of course i took a leave of absence at yeah. san Diego state and i think being away like did help me you know yeah so that was pretty cool um but i love how you were like well i can't afford because i know studying abroad programs are probably yeah it's insanely ridiculous. as expensive yeah. but i love how you had you just persevered and you're like i'm just gonna do it on my own yeah because i mean yeah. i i i that was like kind of like my dream i was like oh i want to go to italy like i was studying art i'm like you know and all these like kids were going so i was like no it's too expensive so i like try finding out like is there any other things that i could you know and yeah. have the same experience so definitely and then i learned italian so oh, i mean it's like- not as good anymore yeah. but i did i can have like a conversation wow all right so those are the three languages you speak spanish italian and english yeah yeah i mean i, I honestly i wouldn't call it oh i'm fluent in italian but but you can get I, by. yeah and then um sorry i keep putting the mic in front of her face <laughs> i now. haven't coughed that's good i know you're doing so good <laughs> My throat's sick we were so worried that you're maybe it's a mezcal shot that i got <laughs> there we go oh <laughs> uh, anyway um so then you go back to school so i go back to school. how many years did you have to finish did you leave like halfway through or? yeah i was kind of half- halfway through uh no actually so i was on my second year when mm-hmm. i went and then i went back and then uh i took more medals and i took painting i was actually in between i'm a painter too oh, okay. so i was in between like paint i don't paint as much as i want to because jewelry has taken over yeah <laughs> as it does i need to get back on it but hopefully soon uh so in a way i kind of got away a little bit out of med. like i could get back I, I think i took like one more course and then i got into painting a little more okay. so that kind of like i was like kind of like away and i started feeling like oh like i don't like this feeling like i need to get back i feel like i needed that medals again yeah and and i felt kind of confused so i was like okay i'm gonna get more you know other um other classes in metal so i did yeah and then i just tried to finish strong you know i was like okay this is what i want i want to get back to it like i want to like you know like finish strong um and then i went 
another semester, I went to Mexico City. Oh, was so that I'd, through the university or did you do no, it on, on your own, own again? So God, I did it on my I own. I was that. like, like, I felt like I needed to go to Mexico, you know, just, yeah. I have family there. And like being that I was racing between Tijuana and San Diego, like I felt like maybe it would be a good way to like meet people there and like feel more connected as of like in the arts, you know, in Mexico yeah. and like, you know, experience, have that whole experience. So I think it was like the best, you know, um, mm. best thing to do. Uh, so I took a leave of absence. I went to Mexico. I lived with uh, with an Anne, which is a curator in Bellas Artes. She uh, she's a she's one of like the photographer from the photography department. Okay. Uh, so she was super like influential. Like you know, like I look I'm up sure to her. Sure, she had so many people to introduce you yeah, to. Yeah. So wow. that was <clears throat> amazing. And then um, he was ma- she was married. I would say he or she. Yeah. <laughs> She was married to this architect called Mauricio Rocha. So he's a really uh, well-known architect in Mexico mm-hmm. and young. So I was living with them. So it was a very like big creative like energy. And, and you know, by living yeah. with them, like I was unconsciously like, not unconsciously, but like being surrounded and involved in all this like architecture things and like mm-hmm. gatherings and like artist talks and like all this like beautiful, you know, like Mexico City stuff. And um so yeah that was definitely like a push how long were you, you know? there i was there for almost a year that's amazing and yeah. you got to live with them for free i'm sure yeah for free um so i would just buy kind of like groceries and that kind of stuff but yeah, yeah i was yeah, i was lucky enough you know like to do what that. did you do i mean did you take classes down there did you get a job like how did you so i took a so the idea was to take a workshop you know try to do mm-hmm. something so i took a workshop for like two months i wasn't a fan of it it was just mostly like to kind of get to know like I didn't know anything about jewelry in Mexico so I needed to I feel like I needed to start somewhere kind of infiltrate yeah, the, yeah so I was like okay so I feel like I need to start by paying a little school and I was like I don't remember how much it was but it was expensive like I think you would pay like hourly or like weekly so I just try to find out like where the casters were or like where because downtown Mexico it's like the whole like jewelry district it's beautiful like mm. i've never and, like, there's been. So, there's go. so many places where you can cast we can gold play like there's it's every everything is there yeah um so i kind of wanted to like infiltrate and like know what was happening yeah uh, so i think that was a good start for me and then from there um i was trying to do an internship with uh, iker ortiz which is another it's a, jewel, a mexican jeweler uh-huh. and then she introduced me to his brother whom um has had a jewelry studio so i rented out a bench there i just was gonna, to gonna ask i was like did you have yeah a studio so i just space? rented a bench space and she was he was charging me like by month yeah and um and yeah it was just kind of like you know i don't remember how much it was but it wasn't that much i have saved up money yeah so and i was already um selling jewelry too Oh, like you know i had, had already a little kind side of, hustle there yeah like a little bit and then they invited me to this first like I, it was kind of like my first formal sale i will say and i made production for it like yeah. in that studio where i was renting and it went really well so i think from there was like oh you know so i kind of build up a little brand i guess so it was just my name or it was yeah. like trevino joyeria <laughs> <laughs> yes and i was just like my name georgina torino but yeah um so yeah i mean and it was all over the place you know i was like I, I, it wasn't really like a like a formal formal aesthetic you know it was yeah. kind of just like cute little jewelry geometric and like 
with yeah. a lot of crystals like old gems and i mean i loved yeah. it back in the day you gotta start somewhere like oh yeah. man my first jewelry name was ruby's gems like my grandmother's name is ruby okay okay and i was like okay this is my company name. oh the first one i wanted to do which thank goodness my mentor was like i don't know i was gonna be madam madam brown or something like uh-huh. that and she's like sounds like a prostitute i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i did ruby's gems and uh-huh. i remember my friend heidi was a tattoo artist did like painted this like beautiful sign for me but very like tat like classic yeah, yeah, tattoo yeah. looking like okay. my branding i didn't know what i was doing yeah i, was, I mean you don't know you know yeah like and i think so actually funny. before that mine was unique what, what was it <laughs> unique like unique oh it was like and I had like an Etsy account yeah like, but it was like I think that was back because I used to do okay so in the going back when I was after I, I talked about that making my own like wire rings and stuff yeah. I started doing farmers markets and like I did oh. like so I felt so yeah I did started like being a mercantile or yeah, like, yeah. They, like like you know selling work since before even going to the metal department oh. so um, I was doing like bead work and like making earrings out of like Splenda packaging. It was oh weird. God. I was like, we all start hideous, there, right? But it was like, <laughs> I was selling. And it was like, I remember getting out of high school and like I had to, and I was in high school in college, like the beginning of college, like I had to drive home and like get all my gear so I can drop to like the, the it was like in a beach, ocean beach farmer's market. Yeah. So I was just like set up. It was like $40 a day. Yes. <laughs> and oh, it was I cool. That. I think it was it was cool to like interact with people and like have that selling like Get those experience. first highs from like selling yeah. your work. And now I look at them like, oh my God, what was I making? I know. I but think about yeah, my first Etsy. Somewhere. I have those pictures and sometimes I'm just like, I should do some like just throwbacks because I love yeah. my mentor. I remember I was really down on myself one day because when you uh-huh. first start, you just want it to look like how you envision it, right? And you just yeah. don't have the skill to do it. And I was just like, ugh. I'm like, I suck at this. And she was just like, all right so she took me it was a day where she brings out like her first pieces from like undergrad oh my god and we had like a show and tell and i was like you made this like (laughs) love you sarah lurcher but like that stuff was like real rough and she's like yeah man you gotta start somewhere and for me that was so valuable to see yeah. where like she started because well, we tend to forget right like you think, oh, like yeah. all this person that you look up to has always been like amazing but we all start we all start somewhere yeah y'all have that ruby's gem zero to a hundred real quick yeah <laughs> but so when i teach now i'll bring samples right you always bring yeah. samples but yeah. i'll bring some of the first things i ever made and yeah. i'll be like yeah this is a bezel oh that's where it cracked because like my solder seam wasn't good yeah, enough and, and things like that. People could relate, you know. Like it's, yeah, it's not a thing that you're gonna do from one day to another. Like it takes so much practice and yeah, you shouldn't you just know. show your students like your perfect, most mm-hmm. awesome, newest work. Like it's important to show them where you came from. Exactly. Um. So I love that. So continue. We're in Mexico City. You're living your life. I love yes. that. So it, yeah, I was dreaming. I was actually like my the studio was pretty close to Frida Kahlo's house. What? So I would like bike. It's like in the south. It's called San Angel, where my aunt lives. Mm-hmm. So I would just bike to the studio. Um, it was a pretty cool ride. It was like dreamy, <laughs> you know. It was Dang. like, um, and I would just hang out in the park and like, and then I actually did help out like in the house, like with my 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 
cousins like do their homework and that kind of stuff so I've kind yeah. of an exchange of me living there you know that's so cool they let you stay with so them. yeah so then I started um while I was in that studio I had um there was like other bench you know like jewelers like with me so I think that yeah. also I learned a lot from them it was like very like like didn't really have a sense of design but it was like very like you know like technical base yeah they taught you like they'll be like smoking like and like soldering <laughs> and i'll be like okay i'm gonna do that too so yeah, literally yeah. i would like smoke oh, a cigarette so dangerous. and i'll be like no there was like i'll be sanding and oh like, yeah but that was the the, the, the atmosphere vibe the vibe there so i was like i mean I mean, I wouldn't do it all the time, but they'll be like, you want a cigarette? And I was trying to fit in. I'll be yeah. like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. And then they'll have it like, you know, it was just like sketchy shit. <laughs> I love that. But it but was cool. And like, they teach me, you know, like they were like cast and like, and a lot of like homemade like solution, you know, like um, this, it was like a well-equipped studio yeah but in a way there was so many like homemade things like yeah. things that you can get around without actually buying an expe- expensive tool yeah like a so, little janky a little homemade yeah i like that so they would just have like a little like baking thing and they'll just like boil water for like clean the pieces you know like it was yeah. just like really like it was kind of nice to see that you know yeah well i think that's something too where i students will want to go out and like buy all the tools that you have right away and yeah. I'm like no 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 like wait and see what you want exactly. what you actually need and it's expensive like I even don't have that many tools you know like I yeah. slowly try to like invest like every time if I do something like I try to have like a list of things that I want and I'll be like okay like this paycheck or like this I'm gonna invest in this little thing you know yeah like I just got um like a jump ring maker because I would make oh, it with you know just so awesome. just with like my little wood I had like a wood stick and oh, I would yeah. just kind of like you know Hell wrap yeah. it and then cut it with your that's soft how frame. I still do it and I actually still kind of do it even though I have the machine yeah because <laughs> you're like, just I'm so nostalgic. used to I'm like oh it's quick yeah but I'm like I'm gonna invest in it because I'm doing a little more production yeah so you know it's like a really cool like you've seen it you just I've wrap it around Penland and then, had one and, and then I did with the, the same flex thing. Chef, you just yep. cut and you just have them stored so I and the next step after that it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's there in my studio i just kind of got it like a couple months yeah but i've been so even busy to like like play with it you yeah know? it takes a while to get so, used to that thing so yeah so like slowly i try to get my little things you know and then the next step yeah. after that is just buying the pre-made jump rings exactly. <laughs> you get you're just like it's at some point you're like you know what forget it i get it it's handmade yes. enough the jump ring does not matter yeah but you'd be surprised like you save so much money like you know like oh, i'll just buy my wire and i'll be like boom 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 like yeah busting out those jump rings with that wood little stick you know yeah <laughs> and then i'll just have them there um did you ever think about um moving to mexico city like it sounds like you loved it there. yeah i i mean I would love to. I mean, I, I really like, I think I really like being where I'm at because I feel like I'm really close to both worlds. worlds. Like I could be in LA real quick or I can fly anywhere like in the US and I'm also, like I'm in the middle, I feel. Yeah. So, I mean, tickets to Mexico are cheap. So I kind of like that I can go back and forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would love to yeah. live in Mexico. But I also love, I love when I go and then knowing that I have this chill life that there's no traffic, everything's yeah. 10 minutes away. And yeah, but I like, I like the heck, like I, I would totally love living in a, like that kind of hectic city. Yeah. Like when I'm there, I like, I take 
all kinds of transportation yeah and i feel like i'm being fed by all these things that i see in the street and like yeah. i'm super inspired versus being in san diego like i love it but you can go out of your house and maybe i didn't you know like yeah, it's you get so into your different. car and you drive somewhere and that's and, it yeah. you know over there i feel it's just like full of like life and like all these things that you like weird shit that you see but then you're you know yeah i don't know i get that. I, mean, I mean i feel like i'm more inspired when in, in that way yeah mm-hmm. um i mean of course i get my inspiration from a lot of things but you know like i think being there is definitely like mind-blowing of things you see and the energy too yeah mm-hmm. so and i have friends there so i always try to go back yeah i was yeah. gonna get to that because okay you guys so i'm in new york I'm on a date. Like I show up to meet this guy on our first date. So I'm, I'm nervous. And I go up to the bar to get a drink. And this DJ at this bar in the Lower East Side in Manhattan is just leans over and he's like, hey, are those Georgina Trevino earrings? <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell? And then not only that, I was like, yeah, are you, did you meet her here? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's like, oh no, I know her from Mexico City. And I was like, what is yeah. happening? Like I'm in New York, Small world, my friend yeah. in San Diego, I'm in Manhattan, and then it's your friend from Mexico City. So you made yeah. friends. Like what kind of people did you hang out with while you were there? Yeah, so I knew I knew like one friend from Tijuana actually. His name is Franklin Colao. I love him. He actually lives in Milan now. He's a, a painter, and it pretty much started from here. Like he was my, I mean, I had other friends, but like my actual friends, like he was one of the people that kind of introduced me to more people. And then yeah. it just it was kind of like a ladder, you know. I just started meeting other people and like going out a lot. Um, mm-hmm. My aunt was like you're going out too much like well you know <laughs> but i was like my like you know my answer was like that's where i'm meeting all these people and how old and are you like, at this time so this was in 2010 so you were was, how old uh, wait i was like 21 i always forget to give listeners a perspective yeah, of that i'm 29 okay you're 29 yeah. yeah somebody just wrote in and they're like they were mentioning like the age demographics and whatever and i was like oh yeah i should mention that more yeah. like okay so yeah i think it was about like 21 everybody so. goes out every night when you're 21 so what you do when you're yeah. 21 yeah and i was just like meeting people and like hanging out and i think and i was very like i mean i always been very like approachable and like fun and i'm like okay this is my own like i knew how long i was gonna be there and mm-hmm. i don't know it was just like this vibe of like meeting all these people and like there's all kinds you know like uh, like there's photograph photographers uh videographers and amazing like all kinds of artists you know yeah. uh, so it was really cool to i mean all, all people from all latin america a lot of if you're in the arts like you are there or in fashion you know you're in mexico city it's like the new york city or exactly yeah. of, of exactly of mexico so you meet a lot of people like everywhere you go out you meet someone super interesting you know yeah, and it's like and i'll be partying it'll be like oh we should collaborate and it'll be like the next day you actually sit down and have coffee and, That's and talk about collaborating you know yeah it's all about that follow-up yeah so so yeah i think one of like one of my first collaborations was like kind of like that and then um and then it was for this designer i don't think she exists anymore okay. uh, but um but I made jewelry for her runway in Canada. So like, that's kind of like it, that's, like, that's how it kind of started. Like trying to like meet people and like, oh, let's do things together, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it was just fun like to be in that vibe and like just meeting, meeting people and like it's have important. really close friends there. Yeah. Um, and they're all kind of in the industry. So I think 
everybody kind of helps each other there's no i feel not in other places but i feel there they're very like okay if you do this how can we help each other to do this you know like everybody's each other up. hunger of like making art stuff you know yeah in all kinds of fields you know in fashion or let's make a movie or you know yeah you call it so it's it's very inspiring city that's something that yeah. i really admire about you as an artist is that you are very into collaborations like mm-hmm. every time i look at your instagram feed you're like working on this project or whatever it's like you have your production line and you you're killing it you guys i've i now own well now i own five pairs of earrings because yeah. you gave me one they're amazing but i just bought two more pairs of earrings from you because i'm obsessed well you with wear them. them all the time too. i do they're my favorite earrings yeah. like i don't even wear my own jewelry anymore yeah. i just wear yours like it speaks oh, more to my you, aesthetic you. of like how i dress yeah. which is hilarious um but yeah i noticed that and i feel like that is something that is just kind of like this not like it's not like a secret to success by any means mm-hmm. but it's really helped your career would you yeah agree? i think it, i think collaborating i think i would say it's one of the, the keys to like i want to say succeed it sounds weird but yeah but i think like you know the more you you work with other people like you're gonna you know like more people are gonna hear more about people you are their see you. followers are gonna follow and especially you with and social media you know like the more you know stuff you put out there with other people then that maybe if you collaborated with this photographer then this this photography people are gonna see you so i think yeah. it's a whole like little chain and collaborating for me not only it's been fun but it's just been like it's just exciting and like i get to meet the person and like yeah and honestly i've been like i mean instagram i think it's a big tool Mm-hmm. Uh, for me absolutely um for what i've done and I, I just i remember i just go and like if i like someone's i'll like dm dm them and i'll yeah. be like hey like i love your work like let's try to do something and i mean you never know like that person might like respond and if they don't they don't right yeah so i think it's pretty cool that we have that social media yeah. to like be able to reach anyone and like who cares like why not try it you know put yourself out there yeah. and see what happens so so when you approach somebody about collaboration um especially like things like okay so for instance sanchez kane mm-hmm. um a fashion designer based in new york Where no she's from merida oh my god it's a woman it's i thought it was woman. a man yes. oh it's amazing because everybody thinks that yeah but it's a woman and where is she from she's from merida what is what? Yucatan so oh, it's like okay. like in the south of Mexico so how did you get hooked up with her so I knew her because the girl that was styling her she was doing a, a, a runway she was showing her um she was doing a show for uh New Year New York men's week last year yeah uh, it was actually right after Pentaculum fashion week I remember that yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh, so I had to brainstorm there what oh. I wanted that, that's when they kind of invited me so I was like okay what am I gonna do when I get back I didn't do anything there but anyway um so the the girl that was styling she's a really good friend of mine okay so she does amazing oh, styling yeah. Nayeli de Alba your close hey. friends a stylist so, yes. right, that's amazing I like fashion so yeah. yeah um so yeah she she invited me she's like hey like I'm doing this you know I'm doing this show for her um uh, she knows that I like doing like funky projects. So she's yeah. like, what's up? Do you want to do like something fun? You know, let's do something crazy for this. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know? Yeah. And uh, so she sent me kind of like ideas. Uh, the, 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 the show was called Artisanal Sex Shop. So it was very like a lot of like sex 
you know connotations and stuff yeah. and she sent me like a, a kind of like ideas it was kind of hard to like figure out what to do because she already has a lot of ornamental stuff in her work um and her work is very like political and like a lot of you know uh, very mexican heritage and mm-hmm. it's amazing it's amazing that people think it's a guy because yeah that's pretty that's, that's cool anyway um so then i yeah i came up with a couple pieces for the show so that was pretty cool it went really well and like and so you like show her ideas and then she's like yes did she yeah, say like we'll, no not this or yes this we'll kind of work like back and forward like yeah. we'll, like uh we'll facetime like oh, okay. you know be like hey like i'm doing this what do you think about this so it's just kind of like you know i mean uh nayeli she knew her he she knew my work yeah so she kind of like not that trusted me but you know she understands your aesthetic she knows that i could do something but even though like i think this project was was so different than what i actually do yeah so i think i like that like that you know i mean i am capable of doing whatever kind of project but it wasn't much my style you know i was very like you know i had to make like dicks and like (laughs) penises penises all over honey so yeah that was like like a different you know and it was kind of nice because um i don't know i i did a lot of samples and other like a little research and like she has a lot of like mayan like from the mayas like mayan um references so i kind of look into it and like there's actually like this body of work that i kind of want to do that's for me researching that yeah so i think like this kind of things like collaborating and like doing something different from your what you're comfortable with like you make other stuff you know like other stuff other comes, comes out so yeah so it's exciting like doing stuff that i wouldn't norm- like i wouldn't do that you know all yeah. that if it wasn't because of that collaboration so it definitely pushed me to do like that kind of funky stuff and uh and yeah and it was it was fun you know and they were like oh we love it like, the images you know. were gorgeous so and beautiful. then did you go to new york for to see the runway show i couldn't i actually i had a trip plan right after that it was funny because i i never been to tulum which is by cancun that's where she's from Uh. so i had a trip this exact same dates so i almost wish that the show was after because i was so inspired when i went because i went to ruins and i went to these beautiful cenotes and like it was just amazing and and so it was interesting that i was we kind of like switched you know she was like in new york and i was like in in tulum um so yeah, so that happened. I had a, it was a trip with my brother for photography. So I was like, he paid for it. So I was like, oh hey, I'm going with you. <laughs> You're like, thank you. Yeah. When you do a collaboration like that, though, um, does the designer like Sanchez? Does she give you like a budget for materials? Like, how does that all get worked well, out? This was more like a kind of like a friend thing. Like you, you just want to do it because it's yeah, great exposure. It's, it's mo- I think most of the ones I've done, they're not like super formal because they're not like like big brands you're right? not signing a contract exactly and, yeah. i mean unless like a big company will come and, and hey let's call like, for real like okay yeah. there will be a contract i haven't done that honestly it's all been kind of like just hey let's do this okay you know like make it happen. just by messaging and like just making it almost like for fun kind of thing and you own the pieces then so i own the piece like she ha- she actually has them so for me they're like i made them for that and they're pretty yeah. much just samples in their way right like i didn't get paid for it but i think 
as a project like for me that's like so exciting being part of it yeah and it's almost just like a little side project like art project you know well i'm an example of it that collaboration working because then after that yeah. i was like i follow sanchez and like i'll see your work yeah, in their yeah, feed yeah. It's and still, we became like, really friends prominent. so that's also the thing like i think uh collaborating with people like you have like this really cool connection yeah um so yeah it's it's just it's in that fun. level of like it's not just about collaborating like for the actual object but actually like making like relationships with people yeah and know? what in the future maybe can come yeah. up yeah and it's i mean and i recommend that like to in any like level like even if it's i mean if you're in school let's say like i should i used to approach just like i mean even to now like photographers that i love i'll be like hey do you want to collaborate like do this photo shoot and like yeah. they'll be like yeah i'm down so it works for them and for me so it's like we're not i'm not paying for a photographer but you know we're you both helping images. each other and it's like why not if you have people that are surround like art like people that are if you have people surrounding people that are in the art field that can help you and you can help them it's like why not you know that's the other one i want to talk to you because you oh my god every time i look around it's like oh you're like in vogue mexico Mexico or like you just are in your work is in so many editorial shoots we actually had one that we we're in together like you can barely see oh, my yeah, earrings yeah, yeah. in the oh, photo I but I was like that. I was what like was that's that? me right there pinup magazine yeah pinup magazine it's, yeah, like, it's like architectural magazine it was a beautiful editorial by the way I wonder like because the stylist you did it I wonder if they found me through your Instagram or something maybe you know like yeah, that could because yeah. we follow each other you po you repost me when I wear yeah. your earrings and whatnot so like you just never know how these things will happen you never know yeah and they just you just get an email i think everything you do like every even every shoot that you do like something's gonna come out of there like yeah anything you know like there might be a stylist that's gonna reach you or a photographer like maybe a client oh my god i saw you you know maybe your earrings at the shoot i want them or so yeah so yeah. and i really liked it because with pinup they're like we need like I paid for shipping. We paid. Yeah. I mean, I immediately asked. I was like, I tried, but I was just like, oh, yeah. do you pay for shipping both ways? And they're like, no, but we'll pay to ship back yeah. to you. So I had to pay there, and they paid back. Yeah. And they requested like specific pieces, and you just send them. Um, and but I really liked how pinup. They like immediately they're right on it. They're like, oh, here's like a file with all the images. Yeah, for you. which a lot of a lot of places they don't do much. I mean, they yeah. don't do a lot. I had experiences that I was like. I, like I'll be scrolling into a magazine I'm like oh there's my earrings yeah. you know and like even until now like this last last weekend I went to Mexico and I saw a magazine and I saw I saw this editorial with my earrings and I didn't even know I was there so some That's some wild. some some magazines will I mean I understand it's hard imagine like how many like Things jewelry and clothing they get and they're not gonna be like oh we use this exactly like let's let's send a like a magazine to That'd everyone be so much work. but actually i did have um the first i think it was the first time i was uh published in an american magazine which uh allure that's awesome usa yeah uh, thank you that was like um two years ago maybe uh-huh and they published me like twice like a march and then april like it was in, in two issues and they sent me like the copy of it with like a little cute note like thank Aww. you so much so i was like oh like that's so thoughtful and like That's super nice. being that i'm like I'm, I'm sure they have so much things that they used to shoot and like they still have the time to like tank me so that was pretty that was nice that they did that yeah um and i don't i'm not saying like oh everyone should do that right yeah but it just works differently um some i have to turn 
I actually, yeah, I do. I have to turn down things now. Do you think? Yeah, because you don't want to get oversaturated. Yeah, right? and it's fine if I have it. But the thing is, I make everything on my own. Yeah. So I have like a sample stock sometimes, but not of everything. So a lot of magazines will be. And this is the thing about stylists. Like they'll be like two days before they'll be like, oh my god, I hey, just had an we're issue. having yeah. a shoot in New York. Um, we're requesting this jewelry for like the, the in the next two days, and I'm like. I'm in San Diego, like you know, and like first of all, shipping. Then it's like and then and then a lot shipping? of the times, like I don't even have those pieces. So a lot of the times, I honestly like because I want to be in that editorial. I will go to my studio and make that, like make them pull to an all nighter to get it done. Yes, and I'm not getting paid for it, but I know I'm like that's my way of marketing. Yeah. So, so yeah, and 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 now, I mean. I do I have turned down things because I'm so busy with even like my wholesale orders or like other projects now I have to like prioritize like is it really worth it me making this piece for this magazine yeah you know and also like yes you get exposure but um a lot of the times I mean you only get published but it's not like everyone's gonna buy your thing because it's being published and I think that's what people think like if you're published in a magazine, like it doesn't mean that everyone's gonna go and buy it. I can't. I don't think I've but ever it just like depends. directly bought something from seeing it in a magazine. Yeah, you know? like, but it, really it depends. You know, because I, I, I think I have. Let's say I have a lot of editorial from like Latin America. Yeah. And the difference when I was in Allure USA, um, I started getting. I didn't know. I didn't know yet that I was published, and I started getting all these sales from like this one item. And oh. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then they sent me the magazine and it was that pair of earrings. So people in the US, I mean, of course, they're consumers. But yeah. I think it was a major difference how Americans do. Like if they see something, they'll go right away and buy it. Yeah. Versus Latino, like Latino, like, you know, like in Mexico, they're more like they want to see stuff. They want to try it. Also, it's hard. Like the male situation is kind of difficult too. Oh yeah. So also, I think that's an issue, customs. and people rather just buy, like, see it and then buy it. Yeah. So I think um, they're still behind on that. But oh, that's interesting. So how I the think, consumerism is different. And I didn't know that until this happened, and it wasn't yeah. like that many years. I was like, oh, like that's how crazy it did impacted how being in a magazine your sales did went out. So the first time I got asked to do one like that, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. and I contacted my mentor because she's done a lot of that. And she was like, well, you need a contract. And so she mm-hmm. sent me one and she's like, look this over, change your names, make it your own. But like she gave me basically like a format. Yeah. Um, do you have a contract when you work Actually, with people? Actually, like, I don't. I should Ooh, do it. Girl, you need one. Yeah, well, I know. Well, because have you had anything happen where they like damage your pieces? Well, or I do. Lose them? I mean, I wouldn't do a contract, but I do send an email like, hey, you know, like if if something that is damaged, like you have to pay for it. And yeah. like they have to pay for the shipping to get back. It just yeah. depends of who I'm dealing with. Yeah. Like recently I had a, um, the stylist that did lose a pair of earrings. Mm-hmm. And Did she pay for them? And he paid for it. Yeah. That's nice. So I was like, okay, like I was bummed, but it was like, you know, I understand that these things happen. Like, you yeah. know, um, at least and you I got have, I never gotten any bad experiences to be honest that I'm like, oh, they're like, you know. Yeah. Sarah's contract was like <clears throat> hardcore. There was like a thing where she would like get a credit card number yeah. and like put a hold on it. And okay. if the pieces weren't returned within like 
X amount of days after the date of the shoot, then That's, she would charge yeah. the credit card. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, a pair of her earrings were over $600. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So I understand why she went to those extra procedures. Yeah. But, or precautions. I mean, I guess I, I, I should look into that. <laughs> if you want me to forward you the contract, yeah, I'll be, be happy awesome. to show it to you. But I, I don't know. I'm just very like, you know, like, oh, yeah. But then like, I'm very friendly. Sends a message like, to them too. Like, yeah. Yeah. You want I mean, keep, I guess like, at friendly. one point, you know, but that's why also what I send they're like sample pieces too. Like yeah. a lot of things, you know, like I'll, they might not be like perfect. Yeah, I'll like, be like, it's fine if something happens, but I, I don't want them to know that, but, right? But, yeah. But, it's but they photograph fine, great. Like I understand and yeah. Yeah. So I have I haven't had a bad experience in that sense, but okay. Yeah. So your production line, um, I love it. Yay. If you follow me on Instagram, <laughs> you've seen a lot of her jewelry, y'all. Um, do you make your full living off of your jewelry now? So right now, I kind of am. Yeah. So it's been like recently that I that I'm making more money. Yeah. Um, I think it was I started I started selling wholesale, so that's kind of like like where the kind of like business took off a little more yeah um and i have like like side projects and like you know commission pieces um i used i used to do i still kind of do i used to do catering on the side i was gonna say what was your side hustle so that was my side hustle hustle. that makes a lot of money even until now like like I turned down like it's just been slowly that i turned them down yeah but if i wanted to i could I'll go and like do some some dates, you know. Maybe and if I you have love a slow it. Month, Honestly, you can do I'm it. not like ashamed of like you know. It's like you oh, gotta yeah. hustle. Like it's fine. I miss bartending. Um, and I'll bartend money. too, like in the yeah. event. So it would be like that and like um, the. Hmm. Wait. What the the, the the catering? The catering. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the word. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, the catering. The thingy thing. Um. So yeah, it's super fun because it's also like super different than what I do. Yeah. So it almost like relaxes me, and I'm like just with people. So yeah, I haven't done so many yet, like in a long time because I'm just so busy. That's exciting. Like, um, how many years are you into your business? Uh. So I've been. It's hard to say because it's kind of gray area of when you like. Yeah, but I will say after I graduated is when I actually took it serious, like a hundred percent. Yeah. So since two thousand fifteen, but I feel I I think after graduating, like that whole year year after, maybe like two years ago, that I feel like my aesthetic has become more like what I want it to be, you know. And I'm still learning, you know. I'm not where I want to be yet, but I think it's definitely like. I'm more comfortable with what I'm doing and like I kind of yeah. have a more sense of where I want to go and more and I think people so like know Associate that and that's that. why I think it's um it's what it is or like it's being successful because I believe in it and like yeah people respond to it and even if you don't realize it like you have a very strong your branding oh my god you guys she gave me these earrings and like your packaging it's like this beautiful (laughs) clear acrylic box and like has all these like fun little things in it and a note it's like and I bought a pair of earrings from you before and I was just really impressed by how much thought went into it yeah I I mean I love every process of from making to the package like I love the packaging yeah but I know with time like I mean, it takes a lot of time too. Yeah. Which I know with time, is, I mean, I have to figure it out because it does take. I mean, I pay friends, you to know, help you. to help me out with that. Um, or like my mom would do that. She'll yeah. do, she's like super pro at all the packaging. But I, I think I will still like to be like, I think it's so me. Like, I put so much of me in the packaging. It's like part of the studio and you're getting like 
like all this fun like i want you to have that experience you know when you open it and then also when you wear the stuff right like i want you to feel like powerful and like or how do you feel when you wear your earrings oh my god (laughs) i like i get more compliments on those earrings when i wear i have two pairs and like so many people all types of people too it's not just like young chicks being like oh my god it's like your mom at the grocery store is like "Ooh, those earrings and you're just like okay and men too like Uh yeah but when i think about your packaging i worked for this jeweler tia kramer and i remember she had this like crazy elaborate packaging Mm -hmm. as well that like was the same design aesthetic and there was these like things i used to have to make for it and i wanted to scream because they were so time consuming but I worked the Smithsonian craft show for her and like the people when I was packaging it, they were just like so excited. And I remember yeah. one woman had bought a bunch of pairs and she's like, honestly, the packaging is like my favorite part. And you know, like that's going to bring people yeah. back to you as well. And that it, attention to detail. It's funny because yeah, I have got the first thing I get when people get their things, like they'll be like, they'll Instagram like, oh my God, I got my package. And the first thing is like, oh my God, I love the packaging. Oh yeah. So I'm glad like, you know, that people do enjoy it. And the like, minute I, you handed it to me, I put that on Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh my God, like, and, 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 I do that when I order stuff like I get so excited like with packaging too so I'm yeah. like okay how do I want to feel when someone opens it you know but you got to keep your cost down like I feel it like yeah how much do you think that you go in for like package those boxes seem expensive well well let's say I I'll probably pay like three dollars for the whole packaging okay and so that price that isn't bad. your including all the little things and okay like, yeah so I include it in the price um I am trying to, uh, I'm always trying to like change like that packaging. I just change it, the, cl- the clear box. Mm-hmm. So I'm like constantly trying to like figure out like different cute things. Like I do want to b- like make it better, but yeah, keep it's just like, I mean, I'm doing everything on my own. So it's so hard to like sit down and be like, okay, now it's time for packaging changing. It just, yeah. I feel like it just comes while I'm like, like shopping for something. I'm like, oh, this would be really cool. I'm going to change this up, you know? So so yeah and it's 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 fun i like i enjoy that part and um yeah so so you're doing this you just entered wholesale Mm -hmm. um did you do like like a wholesale show or like how have you kind of approached it or are you just like doing it now (laughs) so it's been since probably since i got back from pentaculum that i'm like which was past january yeah. yeah so i'm like okay i'm gonna I've been trying to do it for the longest time. I just never like sit down and like make a spreadsheet, like a line sheet catalog. Yeah. So I was lazy yeah. <laughs> making. Yeah. Um, I hate, I'm a, by the way, I'm like super like anti like business. Like I hate writing like, like all kinds of, you know, like for yeah. the business, I'm bad. Yeah. I'm just like, you're the maker, the you're making. the designer. Yeah. But of course I have to write. So I have yeah. to like learn by my own. And yeah, that's the only way. Um, what were we saying? We're talking about wholesale. Like, how did you? Because it's a, it's an interesting yeah, yeah, thing yeah. to approach. That so people approach you. I actually, yes, um, a lot of from social media. So I kind of like put it on my Instagram, like, oh, like uh, inquiries, like email me. So I right away, um, I got from December to now, I I got emails from stores that wanted to buy wholesale. Mm-hmm. I probably reached to like two of them, but it was really cool because most of them were like they reached me yeah 
So that's nice. So yeah, and, and I'm still kind of learning about it. You know, it's really hard when you have like all kinds of projects going on and trying to fulfill like a like a deadline. Yeah. Like I'm still trying to figure out how much it's gonna take me to make this big order. Like I have like fuck up a couple times. Like like knowing you know like giving a, like giving a deadline is actually not because you know I'm it's not actually realistic. taking more time. So I'm like learning, you know, still, but but it's it's. It's fun and it's like kind of quick money too. Um, and I have learned like there's different, not not all my items are in it. Like I have to figure out like what, if it's a very elaborated piece, like of course I wouldn't do wholesale. Yeah. So you have to figure out like what pieces know, are worth it. Yeah. Because sometimes if you look at your average, it just won't come out, you know? So yeah. it's like, so yeah. You're kind of just figure figuring out. it out as you go. Yeah. Do you but have it's any- good. I'm excited. Do you have anybody that like that is kind of like a mentor for you, like someone you can reach out to about it? Or are you really just kind of like, well, I think this is what I'm doing? Yeah, because um, I didn't know what a line sheet was. If you guys, you don't know, a line I think sheet. between within within friends that we like talk in jewelry, like we have helped each other. Yeah, um, I have a friend in the studio. <clears throat> His name is Brian. And uh, he does like leather work and like we're mm-hmm. really close like studio friends. And he'll even like, he's like, oh, if you want to, I can give you my contact list. So he's oh, been wow. around for a while. He's been selling just wholesale. He hates dealing with customer like one yeah. by one. <laughs> so he's just in his studio. He just works and like ships. Um, so he like sometimes I ask him because he has more experience. Like, oh, like yeah. how do you do it? You know, and it's like just asking, you know. You gotta ask for help. Uh, like, Don't know how to do yeah. it. Ask somebody. So I'm like I said, I'm still learning, but it's working out. Um, I'm at a point that I have to figure it out, like to hire more people to help me. Um, so right now I'm like not reaching out to many stores because I'm scared I wouldn't fulfill them because of that. So yeah. I think at the moment that I have a more like you know like a more solid like team or like know what i'm kind of doing with that yeah um i can start reaching out to more stores but i have a lot of stores that are like constantly reaching out and already like double um like returning clients so i guess that's good so i guess the product it's selling yeah so so that's exciting yeah, yeah, there's I Moon and Arrow in Philadelphia. I walked in. I had your earrings oh, on. Oh yeah, okay. And the, okay. the sales girl, she's like, "Oh, I love your Georgina your Trevino oh, earrings." I was awesome. like, "Thank you." She's my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could already tell that they had re-upped because I saw yeah. I had seen your work there before, okay. and I could tell that they had new pieces. So yeah. that means it's selling. Yeah, um, I have a few places coming up, like. I mean, I have in Texas, uh, New York, LA, San Francisco. So yeah, it's kind of like good for I'm you, doing, man. Yeah, uh, Mexico as well. Yeah, there's one in Merida, and then Mexico City. Um, so yeah, it's it's great. Business is good. I'm so excited <laughs> for yeah. you. So um, we should probably wrap up soon. I could talk to you forever. Oh, you're so interesting. Well, you guys, I get to go out with her tonight. So <laughs> this is like the highlight of my trip was you coming up. She's got, she's sipping her mezcal. <laughs> of um, course. We're going to go out dancing and I'm really excited because you're such a fun person to hang out with. Yes. Um, so it's going to be a great night. She just got her hair. I know you guys I don't know I mean I don't know if you've googled me but I've just always been known for piling my hair on top of my head and I was like you know what this was my first real haircut in like over a year it looks so good girl and then I was like 
I think I'm going to cut some length off <laughs> so I can't pile my hair on top of my head. I knew I was like, you need a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we have to go out and like show off my new hairstyle. Of course. And of your course. new earrings. I know. And the new earrings you just gave me, which look great with my new hairstyle. Yeah. Boom. Um, before we go, though, like so we can find you at Georgina Trevino on Instagram. Um, is there anything you want to plug or anything coming up? I mean, New York City Jewelry Week. Oh, my God. Sorry. Woof. Forgot to talk about that because I'm interviewing artists leading up to it with mm-hmm. connections. So you're going to be at Jewelry Week. Yes. In so, November. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. You're in two exhibitions? Yes. Yes. So one is called Knock Off. Um, okay. So Jessica Tolbert and Carrie Ann Quick are um, curating it. Mm-hmm. And then I Concept Play. Okay. Yes. No, not I Concept Play, but it's Manuela I'm and sorry. Kendra. I'm sorry. Yes. Fail in Success. Sorry. Yeah. So Bye. they're kind of a duo that's a new, like collaborative yeah, yeah, curatorial yeah, 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 duo yeah, yeah. they're awesome i met them yeah. at mallory weston's wedding i was like oh my god hi. yeah um, so yeah i'm excited because i'm making like new work for it yeah because with all the spare time zone, that you have yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i'm excited <laughs> i'm really excited to see those shows so guys if you're heading to new york city jewelry week definitely make sure and the hashtag fail hashtag success show is at um artists and fleas which is going to be the headquarters for new york city jewelry week so if you go you're gonna see the show because you Mm -hmm. have to go to headquarters and grab your current obsession map so you know where to go around the week um and then you'll be there yeah and i'll probably um i might be making a cool project that i'll be posting so you can kind of interact with me while you're in new york yeah you guys she she gave me a little <clears throat> snippet about it um definitely follow this girl on social media because first of all her feed is amazing um but also you'll want to know about that project it's gonna be Yay. pretty cool and we'll be hanging out so you'll get to run into both of us oh yes yeah the party crew the party crew <laughs> drinking mezcal dancing we're all danger night. oh my god i know <laughs> i was laughing with somebody because when you dance like you just like you squat a lot and i remember oh, dancing yeah. with you one night and like the next morning i woke up and my thighs and my butt like, just my ached. Ass is hurting. i know <laughs> i can't keep up with yeah. her um yeah. i'll teach you some moves tonight oh my god i bet you yeah. will tell about the squats that, i think that's the only exercise i do nowadays <laughs> Well, you have a I really like great butt, I mean, so. if you follow me, you see me. I dance a lot in my studio. I know. And that's actually my exercise. Like, I have some time of the day. every my Like, that's my kind of meditation. Like, I'm there too much, so I have to fucking make something, you know? So yeah, I'm you like, have to dance. That's like my up. dance and like, yeah. Stretch, move your legs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, is there anything else you want to say? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm ready for San Mezcal now. Okay. She's like, can we get this? Can we wrap it up here? We got things to do. Um, Well, thank you so much for driving up and taking the time to do this. I'm so excited to get to spend some time with you because you're such an amazing person. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You're amazing. I love it. I can't wait to see you again in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, everyone. Well, this has been another episode of Perceived Value, the podcast broaching the subject of value with artists. Until next time. Perceived Value is recorded and produced by me, Sarah Rachel Brown. If you love the podcast and you want to show your support, become our patron. Visit patreon.com slash perceived value to learn more or check out our website at perceivedvaluepodcast.com and click on the support page. As always, thank you for listening.